from News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. News Talk 1110-993 WBT coming to you from the historic Ty Boyd Studio. Bo and Beth and the Zoke and Bernie and Tommy and on the WBT hotline, the uh, senior columnist or one of them from the Charlotte Business Journal, good friend of the show. Always good to talk to Eric Spanberg. How you doing? Hello, everyone. Good morning. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> Good morning. I get a whole chorus. This yeah. is great. Well, there's a lot more of us than there are of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, the live studio audience that uh, always assembles whenever we uh, tell them that uh, Eric's coming on. Now, nothing on the hardwood to talk about this morning, but it's all on. <laughs> oh no! It's all the pigskin today. <laughs> oh, we got that out of the way. Uh, the pigskin's been a big story <laughs> in Charlotte this week. Now, uh, we had some news yesterday about what may be happening uh, construction-wise and sort of forward-looking wise with the Carolina Panthers and their practice facility and what they'd like to bring to Uptown. But I want to start, Eric, with a story that caught a lot of people off guard earlier this week, and that is the fact that the Carolina Panthers, despite having the the worst record in all of the league, are indeed increasing ticket prices for the coming season. Did uh, did that one surprise you? I mean, we're talking about uh, 4% overall tickets, 7% PSL numbers. That did surprise me. Uh, teams don't always raise prices or not because of on-field performance. But a lot of times in the past, you have seen teams who will keep prices flat when they have a bad year or a couple of bad years. I guess in this case, it would be six bad years. And they had raised prices in 2023 as well. Now, the Panthers, uh, as you saw, came back with a number of statistics about how the overwhelming majority of NFL teams raise prices etc cetera, etc cetera. but for season ticket holders that's probably not going to make them a lot happier it's like everything right eric i mean you go to the store everything costs more it's like it doesn't seem yeah. to matter uh in terms of just across the board things just uh i'm sure they're paying more too for the food and the stuff the energy bill all that kind of stuff so nobody likes to see it but i guess it's not completely unexpected i i think somebody i didn't verify it, but i saw someone tweet Nine percent, which is huge, I think, by the Washington Commanders, and they've not been there for a long time. Yeah. So maybe four percent is you know not as unreasonable as maybe some other teams were doing. And part of the part of the answer here, as you all know, is the NFL is far and away the most popular sport in the country, and people are going to pay to see NFL games, and particularly when you look at a place where you have seat licenses, people have invested in the opportunity to buy those seats. You don't want to give up that opportunity. So I think they look at all those things and say there is still room to raise prices. If you're looking at this you know, purely from a business standpoint, I think one of the things that's interesting is that the NFL's new media rights deals kicked in last year, doubling the share of uh, or du- doubling the revenue for the league, and of course that money is shared equally with teams. We don't have the numbers yet for 2023, but definitely th- that revenue went up. So a uh, lot to digest there, but the short and sweet part of it is the NFL keeps getting richer. 
Well, and the one of the things, one of the complaints we got from um, fans and from the, some of the, the season ticket holders, I got a bunch of texts about this, that they already have started receiving their invoices and getting robocalls, not even a, a real you know person-to-person call saying, hey, thanks for being a great fan, but here's a robocall saying, hey, we need you to pay your bill. It's going to be more, and we need you to pay it sooner than what you would normally do. They were saying that they were asking for their money a little more quickly than uh, than what had been um, requested in the past, that their invoices came early. Yeah, I think the invoices, I think, did go out a little bit earlier. The team says that they have still the six-month interest-free payment plan, which I think is from March to August. So I don't know if, if that particular aspect has changed, but... I can certainly see, Beth, where people, you know, feel like it's a little bit impersonal with robocalls and email. But when you're talking about 60,000 PSLs, which are probably, you know, 20, 25,000 accounts, it's probably unlikely that you're going to get a personal call, I guess. But, look, I, I think what this really all boils down to is a 2-15 and 15 season and fans are already upset. And then to have a ticket price increase, they're just not in a good mood for that kind of news. Yeah, I mean, it's that old phrase, read the room, right? I mean, when yeah. you make an announcement like this, how's it going to go over based on the, the current uh, status quo? Now, uh, yesterday, uh, planning documents filed by the Panthers that indicate the team wants to build a new field house and training facilities uh, at the 325 South Cedar Street location. And the rezoning plan would allow the Panthers up to uh, 5,000 to allow up to 5,000 people uh, with temporary seating for outside events at training camp. They're also talking about temporary space for uh, retail stores and food trucks and, uh, and, and places like that. So, um, you know, a day after announcing we're going to increase ticket prices, now, uh, oh, by the way, this is what we're going to bring to uh, an area that has not had a lot of this kind of thing before. Yeah, I believe they're calling it the Zoki Fieldhouse. I think that's the working name. We uh, we uh, but, did. Uh, we beat FedEx for the naming rights uh, for that since they <laughs> dropped the that, Washington that, Commanders. That's why, that's why Washington <laughs> had to give up FedEx yesterday. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, th- this is uh, interesting, obviously, in light of what happened in Rock Hill. Remember, they were, I'm sure everyone in the room remembers, the Panthers were going to build this headquarters and practice facility and do all, all kinds of events, not just Panthers football. This seems like a little bit of a scaled, or not a little bit, a lot bit of a scaled-back version. Obviously, this is not a billion-dollar development, but I think it does two things. It paves the way for the permanent home of the training camp, and I think it also will be a gateway or connection to potential other development by David Tepper and Tepper Sports. Because remember, from the first time he spoke after buying the team, he was thinking about an entertainment district surrounding real estate uh, to Bank of America Stadium, and this certainly would get him on that path. But does this kind of make the training camp a little sad now if they just have to, you know, drive to Uptown instead of getting the whole, like, <laughs> we're going back to college experience where they move in with their mattresses and all their, like, Target baskets and, you know, all the teddy bears and all the fun stuff. <laughs> you know, all, all, the, all the football-y stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, target baskets. <laughs> All the football stuff with the teddy bears. There are only a handful of teams, Beth, that still go away for training camp. Most of them stay home now, and they, the majority of teams have some kind of uh, practice hub training center 
where they conduct training camps. So it's really rare these days for the players to get to uh, go away and uh, bring their teddy bears and the mattresses and all that. Because so addition, the teddy bears, is, they have all that big equipment and all that stuff that's right here. So they don't have to like, right, pack it up right. and travel <laughs> it. As, as the Zoki Fieldhouse uh, right. honoree has just made clear. Well, very much it was all part of the meeting we had, yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Can they can they play basketball in the Zoki Fieldhouse? Of they, course, and you're all invited, each okay. and every one of you. So it's a, it's basically a, a temporary hardwood that they would put down on the floor, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Spanberg, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. Charlotte Business Journal. We'll talk to you again soon. Y'all have a great day. You too.